That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Hot Ham Sports, episode number three. The podcast, the sports hour. Vin, how you doing this week? I'm doing good, Dom. Uh, it was, you know, it's, it's been a bit of a slow week in sports, but we've had some some very interesting topics that we're going to bring up today. That is true. Also, don't forget that you can call in and be a part of the conversation at 201-549-9703. Again, that's 201-549-9703. You call that number, you leave your question or your comment, and we'll get to it at some point in the show. We have a phone call right now here. We had a voicemail left to us. And we're going to address it because that's what we do here on the Hot Ham Sports. We get a phone call. If it's a question or comment, we get to it. How do you feel about uh, about that there, Vin? I, I love it. I love hearing from the group members. It's fun just talking sports, man. We are up to almost 1,000-plus members, right, on our group here? Yeah, and it's great because now we're starting to grow uh, in, in different states. So we get a whole bunch of different fans of different teams and different perspectives. So much Daytona talk right now, and I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I don't know about Daytona. But my favorite argument going back and forth in the group is our group member, Greg Horton, mm-hmm. who's a big Astros fan. Oh, wow. And and it's like he's just single-handedly fighting off Yankee fans left and right, but he holds his ground. And the pictures that he puts in the group are just hysterical because right. I know it gets under the Yankee fan's skin. All right, we'll, we'll get to that, but let's do the phone call first, and this is Justin here from Harlem. Let's have a listen here. Hey, man, this is Justin from Harlem, you know, uptown Manhattan. I'm an OKC fan. I'd just like to know, if we play the Houston Rockets or the Denver Nuggets or the Utah Jazz, do you think we got any chance of beating them? All right, man, have a good day. Well, there you go. That's our very first hot ham phone call, and the winner – of the Hot Ham Sports <clears throat> sweepstakes, Justin is the lucky winner of $25. Yeah. That's right. Because we run these cash games, and what happens is we have a little bit of a leftover you know, money, and that's going to go to whoever we're going to have a contest of people who call in. We'll pull a name out of a hat, <clears throat> and um, if your name gets pulled, you win the 25 Yeah, and th- this week was pretty easy since Justin was the only Justin caller. was the only phone call, so guess but, uh, what? There's some incentive. So how do you feel? So Justin wants to know. He's an OKC fan, and he wants to know what the chances are if he goes against Houston, Denver, Utah. I mean, you can maybe rank those teams and stuff. Okay. Uh, so I, actually what OKC has been doing this year has been pretty remarkable because yeah. nobody picked them really to be in contention in the Western Conference, and right now they're sitting at the sixth seed. Uh, I just I don't really see them being able to beat Denver or Utah. Even to pick them against Houston would be real tough because of the firepower that Houston possesses. But yes, Houston likes to play a very, very small lineup right now. They got rid of Capella. That was pretty much their big man. They, they've had games the, the past month or so that James Harden was basically running at the center position. Yeah, that's a, that's a little odd. Yeah, it's, I just don't see Houston being able to maintain it. But uh, I, OKC... I think would lose in a playoff series to Denver because I think the main factor there would be Nikola Jokic, who's just an animal down low. Mm. Utah uh, possesses another difficulty for them because they got Donovan Mitchell. And I don't know at the position at this point uh, in his career, Chris Paul, I think would be severely outmatched in that position. Wow. And it it seems that way against Harden and uh, Westbrook also. But the thing with Houston is... They could drop 130 on you, or they could shoot disgustingly bad Just and win the game for you. Yeah. So if I had to pick one of the teams they would beat, and myself as a, a huge James Harden fan, 
Yes. It it kind of sucks to pick against them, but in a matchup, in a playoff series, I think Houston would be the team that they uh, would have the best chance against because Houston's just not running with a big guy right now, and I think those other teams would eat them up down low. So you would rank it Houston and then Utah and then Denver? Yeah, I I think if they had a uh, if I had to pick one of those three teams to beat, even though personally I don't think they would beat any of them. Yeah, I understand. If I had, but to if pick you one had to rank them, to them beat, yeah, yeah, it would be Houston and then Utah, and I think I honestly think Denver would just wipe the floor with OKC. Jesus Lord and heaven. I'm sorry, Justin. It's okay, but you know what, Justin can take this advice and hear hear what it is. Maybe hold us to it, and also uh, congratulations on winning that uh, 25 bucks. I yeah, mean, that's congratulations. Be- uh, well, since you won, as soon as the the last competition fills up. You're gonna get you're gonna get those, that twenty five dollars, and then on top of that, Jesus Christ, there's going to be another twenty five dollar contest within that group of uh, of the hundred dollar giveaway. So get into that contest, of course. And if you don't win the wheel spin, stay tuned for the next contest between the fifteen people that are in that. Yes, because there's always something going on in the hot ham. Now, now we're on the topic of basketball here, uh, Vince. So last night was the uh, the uh, skills uh, yes. competition of the All-Star NBA. All-Star Weekend. <clears throat> All-Star Weekend, all that fun stuff. And apparently, there's a little bit of a controversy here. It says that the, the uh, Dwayne Wade may have fixed the dunk contest. Is this a, how, how are you reading into it? I, I, I think he absolutely did. My and, God. Man, it, it sucks, man, because the whole night was so good. It was good. So I'm watching the game. I'm watching the events with my brother-in-law, and it's mm-hmm. just us, and then... The, the skills competition goes off, and everybody's having fun. And then the three-point contest, and the three-point contest was great because yeah. it came down to the last shot. And I know everybody, you know, since since the Kobe Bryant passing, yes, everybody course, yeah. tries to link everything with Kobe. Of course. But last night, the, the, the link between Buddy Heald and Kobe Bryant is actually pretty cool because Buddy Heald was a, a huge Kobe fan, as most people his age were. But Kobe went to watch him play in college, so there was an actual connection there. Yeah, he wears twenty four for Kobe, so and, and a real the three connect. point contest came down to the last shot, which was just amazing. And then came the dunk contest. Oh boy, this is this is the uh, this is the meat of the whole thing here. So anybody who watched the dunk contest for the past few years, really, anytime Aaron Gordon is in the dunk contest, he gives us an absolute show. Yeah, I actually within the group last night left a comment that I think he surpassed. Vince Carter as the best uh, dunker ever, and that's that's saying a lot because if there's anything anyone knows about Vince Carter, that man was an, an incredible. He flew talent when it came to dunking the fo- uh, football, <laughs> <laughs> football, basketball, either one, either one. But Aaron Gordon gives us an absolute show, and he had I want uh, five perfect scores. Wow! And ended up not winning the dunk contest. See, that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna fix it, you're gonna try to make him look good at least, right? Yeah. So so there was. <laughs> so, so the last dunk, apparently the judges, the five judges, uh, uh, planned on giving both contestants a 47 because, I'm sorry, a 48, and it didn't happen because Dwayne Wade was supposed to be the third 10 out of the five, and what happens? He gave him a nine. But how do you how do you equate that to knowing that he tried to fix it? Like what was the what was the, the well because the, the it was day? so even. They were, they had a dunk off and everything. Oh, okay, and, yeah, yeah. And I guess neither one of the last dunks should have been a fifty. Mm. So they planned on uh, giving both forty eights and letting them either dunk again or tallying up the final scores after that. And then 
Dwayne Wade gives him a nine. Oh my god! Not only did he, not only was it a nine, he made Aaron Gordon lose to a member of the Miami Heat. Jesus, where Christ. we all know where Dwayne Wade played the majority of his career and where he's most known for playing. That is true. That is where he's most known for playing. And and if you watch the reactions of all the NBA stars at All Star Weekend last night in the background, yeah, not one person thought Aaron Gordon should have lost. So now, did you see like firsthand some of the reaction? Like, what was your what was your most notable reaction? Like, of, of the people that you had seen uh, on the dais. So, um, song songwriter Common, singer songwriter, singer songwriter. There, there's a point after the score comes up on the main screen that he kind of looks over at Dwayne Wade and he's like, "Bro, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, did, what did you just do? Oh my god, you, you you messed up. Like simply, you messed up. <laughs> you know, it's just such a sad thing that it, it puts a damper on such a wonderful weekend, such a wonderful time for basketball. I think the skills competition is just so much fun. It it really is, and uh, it, the dunk contest started off a little slow last night, but like I said, when Aaron Gordon's in it. He, he puts on an absolute show. And then afterwards, he comes yeah. out with a statement in an interview, and he says, I'm, I'm done with the dunk contest. I, I feel I should have won two trophies. And I'm just he basically said, I'm never doing the dunk contest again because I feel I was robbed twice. Now, how did he get screwed the first time, Ben? Well, it was another situation where him and Zach Levine put on an absolute show. Yeah. And 99 Point nine percent of the people feel Aaron Gordon should have won, and the point one being Zach Levine, and maybe <laughs> Zach Levine's mom. But uh, Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon should have absolutely won that contest too, and and he's got no uh, trophies to show for any of the dunk contests he's participated. And he's such in. a talent too. He's he's an unbelievable. Uh, I'm going to say he's an unbelievable dunker of the basketball, and so now he wants to try to win a three point contest where there's no judges involved. It's you and, and the other contestants and the hoop, and that's it. Unbelievable. And listen, if you also have any comment on what you saw in the skills competition and also the dunk contest, you can call in and leave us a comment at 201-549-9703. And, and also, you know, like we mentioned with the giveaways, keep keep on that because uh, Mrs. Pistone yes. of the group won $80 last night when Buddy Heald hit that last three-pointer. One of our top contributors and uh, just to full disclosure here, everything that we do in terms of the money games, none of it goes to us. No, none of it. It it's all great goes back into the group. It's great because it is a community-based game where everyone has a chance to win if you participate, and it all goes to you. And and what we do with that extra cash that we get on the top, we're going to give it to people in other giveaways and stuff like that, maybe even bigger giveaways. The whole point is we want people to have fun and be engaged with the sports. And And we never do... Like fifty hundred dollar entries. It's it's no, it's, it's small to keep us interested. Yeah. Ten dollar entries, maybe sometimes five, but we, we want everybody involved. So we don't look to to burn a hole in anybody's pocket. Absolutely not. And you know what? You have to be a part of these phone calls because that is gonna give you another chance to win. Justin won because he went unopposed. Again, two zero one five four nine nine seven zero three. We're gonna move on from the basketball right now. We're gonna um Going to slide our way into a little something here that's a bit controversial. It's kind of the talk of the town right now, the big sports story right now, and it's the XFL. Just kidding. It's the <laughs> Astros' apology. It won't go away. D- Vin, <laughs> what w- did you take the apology? Well, tell me, tell me how you how you felt about the apology. It was horrible. Oh, God, it was one of the worst excuses. And now, listen, full disclosure to everybody out there. Yeah, as somebody who hates. 
the Yankees. He's a big Yankee hater. It's I, true. I, for one, was I was I was kind of finding it comical the way of the Astros were. were cheating to beat the Yankees because just the fact that it was burning up the Yankee fan base was to me was great. I hate fans like you, but but, go ahead. but listen, even I have to admit, yeah, like come on, Astros. You couldn't have come up with something better than Altuve had a bad tattoo on his collarbone. That's honestly one of the stupidest things I think <laughs> I've ever horrible. heard of myself. Have you ever heard of the expression, don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining? Absolutely. This is, if you ever wanted to do a case study of that that phrase being put into motion in the public eye, <laughs> that is what you, this is it right here. So now, I had a bad collarbone tattoo. Horrible. Like, really? I have a question for you. Yeah. So they came out with two, apparently. That's another thing too. Is like it's it's it, when 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 sunlight is the best disinfectant. Okay. You know you get a little exposed. It's so right? bad. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let so hear the, uh... so which one? Now I know you're not going to believe either one of them because okay. they're just so out there. But I want to know to you. Yes. Which one is more believable? Okay. I didn't want my jersey ripped off because I had a bad collarbone tattoo that I was embarrassed of. See, you just saying that, I feel like I'm going to regurgitate. Like, okay. I, I feel like I'm going to throw up when you say that. Now, now the other one that they, they came up with a, yeah. a, a little while back was Altuve didn't want his jersey ripped off because his wife would be upset about it. It's the, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So you're not I, but, You know what's one. funny? I re- okay, so now I recall, vaguely, but I recall that first excuse that the wife would be upset that his shirt would be off. And then they showed, like, his Instagram or yeah. something. And, like, the guy's shirt is off more Constantly. than it's on. When he's not playing baseball, he's shirtless. He's shirtless. I mean, he he's trying to be a shorter, you know, Matthew McConaughey. But now, so here's the thing here, right? When you look at the clip <clears throat> of him circling the bases, and he's literally telling the whole right. dugout, do not pull my jersey off. Like, I mean, why would you do that? And then, and then the... Um... After he crosses home plate. So now oh. this home run, obviously, we all know, sent them to the World Series. That's right. After he crosses home plate, he makes a beeline to the dugout. While his whole team is celebrating on the field, he makes a beeline to the dugout, and then he comes back onto the field for his on-field interview with a different shirt on. He takes his jersey off, and he puts on a- another uh, shirt. So Maybe maybe there was, like, some friction or some sort of discomfort like from the, him yeah, or scratching maybe from yeah. the stitching? Yeah, from the, yeah, the stitching may have been hitting the bad collarbone tattoo. Maybe. See, like, the thing is, it's like, for me, right, I'm a big believer in you have to have, like, you know, undeniable proof, maybe even, you know, mostly, like, a, a confession, like, yeah, I did this. But it's just, like... Show me you, the gun, basically. Yeah, you gotta see it, but, like, this is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, this is so they're, bad. They're making it so easy. It is just ridiculous that they... That they that they think they could pull the wool over America's eyes like they this. they would have been better off. Listen, I now oh. like I said, it's so hard to defend it. But if there were any type of buzzer or just come out and apologize, you don't even have to say we you wore don't, buzzers. You, listen, you don't even have to apologize. Just come out and be like, yeah, we did. We cheated. We cheated it. That's it. We're sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Not even we're not sorry. Even we're sorry. Just don't we even cheated. say. Just, <laughs> just we cheated. Let leave it. Listen. You leave it into the the hearts and minds of America, right? Or the pundits out there. They're gonna opine about it. They're gonna complain about it. But you just literally go out there and say, "Yeah, we did this." And, and then, then move what? On. And then what are you gonna do? And what are they gonna on. do? They're gonna complain anyway because you lying. You doing all this bullshit with the lying back and forth. That's worse. So two two things on that and yeah. Uh, yeah. The second one is going to be very quick. 
Yeah. Dusty Baker already. I don't know if you saw oh, this. Oh, yeah. He came out and he was like. He came out to like baseball yeah. and he's like, you got to protect our guys. We don't want to get hit and blah, blah, blah. And, I mean, come on. They're, they're eventually. So I'm setting the over under and I want your opinion on this. Yes, of course. Four and a half is the number. Okay. Fights that the Astros get into this year. Over. Over. There you, has you to be. You didn't even think about it. There has to be. Because you know what? When, when you are in a. Okay. When you're in a position where you are being lied to. Brazenly, they're <laughs> brazenly lying in your face, doing this this absurd, not even like this stupid apology tour. That's not even really an apology tour. So there was um, okay. one of our group. They members. have to. They have to fight them. One of our because group that's the well, well, hold on. That's the only justice. You, you think re, so? Because the MLBs, what are they? What are they doing? They they banned a couple people for like a year, right? Yeah, they're gonna coaches. keep they're gonna keep their titles and everything. Oh, absolutely! They right? already got their they, rings. They, they got, got their, their rings. money. <clears throat> they're they're done. Like th there's no. I mean, also, well, just real quick before you give me Dante's comment, um, I saw this on the ticker yesterday on ESPN. Apparently, this this uh, the international like Olympic committee completed its investigation of some blood doping that was done in the okay. Olympics, and Russia had to forfeit their 2014 medals, and they went to Germany. In, like, the triathlon or some right. bullshit. So can you imagine, like, I mean, this is so many years later, right? Well, and now you're going to get, all of a sudden, you're a gold medalist. And then you get stripped. You've already been through the emotions. You've already been through right. all that. So it's like Everybody's gonna, seen it. You can't yeah, unsee it. Someone's going to FedEx you a gold medal. So that's not even, that's considered justice. Because now they've so been stripped. to take their title. No, 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 I'm saying that's considered, quote, unquote, justice. Because they, they get their medals taken away and then it's given to who deserves it. That's not if you even if you did that in the MLB, like they took the the, the title away, right. and maybe made them do a one game playoff or some stupid shit like that. They could probably even benefit from this if they did that. Oh, it would it would blow up. It would blow up, but there's still no justice. Even if they did transfer the pe the title or some bullshit, yeah, still just they have how to. You, how they, would you go about you it? Got, you got to beat the shit out of them on the floor. <laughs> you That's what you got to do. You got to fight them. That's it. I'm so, sorry. There, That's there the retribution right there. That uh, one of the group members, Dante, he put in. Just real quick, I thought it was funny because mm -hmm. now MLB has the Nike check on the right shoulder of the MLB jerseys. Yes. Oh, well, the right chest area. So he came out and he put up a picture of Target, the store. Yeah. And and he took the Nike uh, check off and he put the Target on their chest. Yeah. So I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, I got one, I got yeah, one more screwed. comment about uh, somebody lying or maybe not. <laughs> My, I got to ask you, Miles Garrett, he doubled okay. down yeah. he on, has uh, on Mason Rudolph. He has no choice. But, but don't you think at this point, listen, it's in my opinion, it's a blessing that he's coming back to play next season already. I think so, yeah. Just Why can't you just say, listen, it, it, I messed up, move on, and, and, and let's just... If he would have done that, everybody... I, I know I would have turned around and said, you know what? Maybe he did learn from it. He messed up. It was a stupid thing to do. It's probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. On he a could have field. killed a man on yeah, the football he, he field. Him, yeah. So he doubled down now, and now it's like everything's reopened again. Yeah. If he would have just said, "I, I, you know, I, I apologize. I messed up. I'm looking forward to next season with my teammates." Everybody would have said, "Okay, it's over. Let, now let's go play next season." Yeah. I don't know why he had to double down on this. Well, you know, there. I think there's a couple of reasons, and one of them is uh, the fact that. Okay, so if it's left out there that he did this for no reason other than he just lost his cool, I mean, that's a terrible, terrible look on him and, and his organization and everything like that. If he just puts it out there that he did say some sort of a racial slur towards him, then that 
again, inexcusable. At least there are people out there to be like, you know what? I kind of understand maybe why he did it. And I, I'll, so, I'll be honest but, with I mean, you. I, I, he's trying to give him an, a way. He's trying to give himself a way out. Because guess what? You can't prove it. You got no, people in the field can't. saying, I didn't hear it. I did hear it. There's no one there to to verify whether it happened or not. So there are people. There are going to be people out there now that are like, I believe him. That he said, Oh, I definitely think there's yeah, people. So out so there. he's giving himself a way giving himself a way out. You know, whether it happened or not. Because guess what, Vin? Like I said, I demand the proof and everything like that with the Astros and everything. We don't know. Maybe he did say something. You don't know. Oh, maybe I'm maybe he did. You know, maybe he did. He so might have. so so it's like there are people out there that are so appalled by the behavior with the helmet smash and everything like that. And for those of you that don't that recall wild. <laughs> for those of you who don't recall, this happened last season, Mason Rudolph was smashed in the face with his own helmet <laughs> by a very large line, lineman. Dude, that but was one of the most it was insane the things I've ever seen. NFL blitz style, smashed the face. But, um, you, know, you know, when you saw it real time, you, you were just baffled by it. Oh, I was. I was texting you, I think. We would, did we you would, see what just like, happened? This guy just got tomahawked in the head. With and, a helmet, and it's funny because that was this that was a, a night game, yeah. and I was just about to turn the TV off. I mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. I had went in the kitchen to put some things on the chargers, it like was, I it do was, every it was incredible. night, and then my phone blew up, and I went to the TV, and and I actually called my wife, yeah, out of bed. You got to come. It's come, like you got to see this. This man's <laughs> beating people with another man's helmet. He's dead. Jesus. Now it was it was probably one of the more egregious things that you'll see on a football field. And now he's giving himself a way out, and he's going to maintain that story. And we cannot, we can't say that it's not true. We can't say that it is. It's just now that there's there's this another dynamic to the it's whole just situation. Always something with the Browns, man. Yeah, that's good. I, that's going to be an exciting topic <laughs> yeah. next season. The I Browns think it's going to be. Well, you know, especially if we're when we're going to do our NFL preview, especially we're going to do an NFL draft preview coming up when the when we get yes. closer to the draft. And when we do our previews, it's definitely going to be a big topic of conversation to see what goes on. Um, Right there. But speaking of football, now that we're on football here, we're going to talk about the XFL debacle. Or yeah. is it a meltdown? What's going on? Did you watch any of the XFL? Very, very little yesterday. Um, I was able to put on the Guardians game for a little while. Let me tell you something. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Hold on. I got to tell you something okay. after you tell you've, me you've, something. You've, you've heard of the expression. We're doing expressions here on, on uh, the hot ham. You heard of the expression feast or famine? Yes, right? I have. This is what happened, okay? So we did our little preview Right, last week, and then the game was on Sunday. Now the game was yesterday, right, Saturday. Yes, then, so we didn't get to do today. another preview or anything like that. But guess what? So so the, they play the Vipers. The Guardians play the Vipers, and they blow them out. And I was going to say this to you yesterday because we were supposed to do a show yesterday that, excuse me, if you're like a Guardians fan, it's fucking amazing, yeah. right? If you're a Vipers fan, you do not want to watch the I was XFL about to anymore. Say like, oh, the Guardians are the best football team in New York. You, this you, is exciting. You don't want to when you. So if you were a Vipers fan and you saw that complete shellacking from the Guardians, you're gonna be like, maybe I don't want to watch the XFL. So now I'm all pumped because now we're going against this fat quarterback, right? <laughs> <laughs> and DC, the DC defenders, and like Joe Horn, right? right? Yeah, Joe Horn Jr. Joe Horn Jr., I think. And uh, they fucking go out there and they absolutely mop the floor with the Guardians. Now this, is, Jones. now, this is what's hilarious, okay? This is what, this is what I, I couldn't get. I, there is a full blown meltdown going on on the face. There's a Guardians Facebook group. Right? I, I saw that, but I didn't. I joined it because really? I, I had to. I had to see what people are saying, and it was just so odd. It, this is one of the most incredible experiences of my lifetime. 
I'm not even lying to you. It's really, it's really something special. It's been like falling off a cliff from week one to week two. So check this out. I go on this group, right? And like before the game, everyone's like, hey, I'm from Berlin checking in. Let's go Guardians. Like people from all, all over, over the, the yeah. world. They're like, I'm a big Bills fan, but I can't wait to watch the Guardians. And like people from California, everywhere, everywhere. And then the first game happens and everyone is just elated. They're like McGloin <laughs> for president. Kevin Gilbride's a genius. Blah, 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 blah. So now, I, th- they get destroyed yesterday, right? It was embarrassing. I go on this Facebook group. They're burning it to the ground. Are, are you they're serious? like, I gotta look fire at Gilbride, fire, kill McGloin, no, hang him from the, the highest tree. Unbelievable. People are like, I'm never watching this again. What did they expect? I cannot believe the level of stupidity <laughs> that people are capable of. Like, bad. It's, it's incredible that you could get reminded. Sometimes you get reminded over and over again of the capacity of stupidity that people have, and this Facebook group is the epitome of it. Do you know how bad you have to be as a quarterback to get benched in an XFL in the next game? In an XFL game, you got to be. I, I really love the fact that they have like the 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 on field interviews because McGloin like was That's like, "That's what I wanted." He's to like, ask you. Thank "We you have for to change. Me. We have to change the entire game plan <laughs> now." And then he got benched. And then Gail Bride was like, "I'm going to talk to him. I don't know what he's talking about." Well, we're going to change the game plan, Matt. And guess what? You're, you're, you're not going to be a part of it. Apparently he like went off at halftime in the locker room. They had footage like they, they in really? the locker room. I, I think they were in it. the DC Defenders locker room though cuz they were like we got to keep going out there and hitting them. I mean there's some really great things that the XFL has to offer in terms of like those on-field interviews if they get it put together. The the I love the fact that they do the calls. It's just funny how uh, so I so like I said I put the game on for a little while yesterday and no. I forgot the woman's name who's interviewing on the sideline live and Matt McGloin just got benched. He probably got ripped by Kevin Gilbert. And she's like, Matt, can we get a few uh, comments? Can we get a word? He's like, what? I really do enjoy that we're having that immersive experience. You know, it's funny because you want, you would probably want that in the in the NFL, but at the same time, maybe not. You know, at, sometimes, uh, the, 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 sometimes that, that the product, I think. you know, sometimes the product is just enough. And like, I don't Absolutely. think this would fly in the NFL, but I really do like that we, are able to watch, even though the guy's using an Xbox controller, you know, and yeah, a touchscreen. I don't know. <laughs> it's just for them to be able to do this. But the fact that we're able to watch them break down the calls, right? And like you hear the referees speaking about it and like what they're going to do. I really like that. I think so, that's really cool. I watched it last week and uh, they, they reviewed a play at the goal line. I just don't listen. I think it's really cool how they do, how we can look in. Yeah, on the the replay booth and everything. Insiders look, but the guy up in the booth was like, "Yeah, we're just gonna leave this one alone," and <laughs> uh, and the one at the goal line, we're just gonna let stand. Can you tell us why? Yeah, yeah. what's going I on? I want to know why. Is it is it gonna stand because you don't have any evidence, or because it was, it <laughs> you don't a, have evidence? It was a touchdown, or because it's not conclusive. He's just like, well, what they're gonna yeah, do? We're gonna I, leave I, this I, one alone. I think they're going to improve on that. Maybe get people that are a little bit more colorful. To be in that position to 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 make those, but like, the XFL decisions. needs stuff like this, and I think it's really good because there's, like we said before, there's no competing with the NFL. No, but they're when, but when they're not competing in, with the NFL. No, but when That's you start the good to thing. bring in uh, different perspectives yeah. and different parts of the the actual gameplay, and the off the field stuff is really cool. I, I love it. I don't mind when they're also showing you like they're they're giving you footage of the plays being called. I love that. You got the people in the in the in the upstairs on the on the on the horn. The only thing, the only problem I have uh, with the actual gameplay, and originally I didn't, but now that I thought about it more, the shortened play clock. 
See, yeah. now my thing with the short and play clock is the linemen. These guys have to be exhausted. Yeah, they're dying. And I, I think the short and play clock, originally I thought it was a good idea uh, because it gets the gameplay going faster. Yeah. But these linemen, like, trucking up the field when the play clock is only 25 seconds, it, I don't think it's fair to them, man. Yeah, that's definitely not that it's a dangerous good. position on uh, number one. Yeah. And number two, you're not giving these guys enough time to recuperate in between plays. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Another thing that I really enjoyed about the games, like, like as they're going on. So yesterday, of course, the Guardians were destroyed. I mean, completely lambasted. Like but Cardell Jones. But what the cool thing about that was, was they were in the game almost the entire time. Even as it was like getting more and more out of their grasp, they were still in it because of the scoring. Right. Because of how you can like get a touchdown, get the three points, do it again. I thought that was really t- interesting. And cool. two two possession game goes from sixteen in the NFL yeah. to eighteen in it the was, XFL. It was really really interesting to see that that the, when they were going into the fourth quarter, they still had a chance to win. And I think if they get a better product, a better quality of player out there, then you're going to be able to see what the XFL can really do. And they're running unopposed to the NFL. Right, which is great it for them. It has no reason to not fail unless well, it implodes on itself. I just, uh, I, I hope, like I said in, in the past, I hope it uh, goes on because I think they have something here. But fa- fans out there of the XFL, you got to give them a little while to I, I, get I, stuff I really wrong. It. It's bad. Oh and, my god! And the play calling. This is week two, guys. Yeah, it's week Just two. Pump the brakes. Yeah, <laughs> everyone relax. But these people were having an an unabashed meltdown. I couldn't believe my eyes. A, they wanted a public lynching. It was unfucking believable. And I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, and I said, and I commented. I'm like, oh great, it's week two, and there's already mutiny. This is wonderful. I, I think, but that comes with football. It was any, wildly any entertaining. Football. Listen. I want to hear from people out there. If you have if you have a comment or a question, or if you want to talk about the XFL and what you've seen, you got to call in, 201-549-9703. And you know what? It's interesting. I saw a comment on one of those Guardian things, right? guy that went to the first game, someone was like, what was it like? <clears throat> and he said, I will be going. He goes, I am a Giants season ticket holder, and I am going to be a Guardians season ticket holder. He said, it is so much less crowded. There's so much more room to do things, especially tailgating. The, it's not you're, you've, you've been to MetLife when there's people, you know, and you're yeah, looking to park. Oh my God, can you? I mean, you're you're gonna. I ran over a child once. You know, like, you know what? I didn't actually run over a child. Oh, no, I didn't run over a child, but it was it was close. It was very close. It was a close call. But you can run over a child, a chihuahua. He said the concessions were empty. A chihuahua? The chihuahuas are out there. <laughs> concessions were empty, less crowded. The crowd was really into it. Uh, he said he's going to go to every single game. You know, you know, real quick, because you brought up tailgating and, and MetLife. You know what sucks about tailgating? Wow. I went uh, a few years ago yeah. to a game. People, uh, so like if me and you have season tickets together mm-hmm. and your parking spot is next to mine, mm-hmm. we'll go together and that's our parking spot. So they'll tailgate oh, in yeah. the parking spot yeah. and you drive by and they're like, no, this is taken. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can't know, park here. You know, you know I... <laughs> I'm not a very good tailgater because eventually I need a nap. You well, know? that's why you I, gotta I, get there real early in the morning. I, I know, but like I, I, I need to actually have a good nappy nap when well, I have when I'm up that well, early. Well, if you want next year, we'll uh, we'll get a group of hot ham people. We'll go tailgate and, and, and you'll an be X, able to, maybe we can we'll do, do an like XFL, a show, an XFL <laughs> from uh, the parking lot. From the parking lot. All right, we'll be right back uh, at the end of this music. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much 
for tuning into Hot Ham Sports this week. Uh, we're very, very happy to have you. And it's uh, 201-549-9703. You can always call in, leave a question or comment. And we are so pleased to have a very special guest. Vin, do the honors of introducing who we have. We have on the line a group member by the name of Gino LaRusso, who won our uh, our giveaway. He not Well, not giveaway. He won our spot on the podcast for this week. So this is pretty exciting. Gino, how you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're doing great this morning. We're really rolling. We're talking all about sports this day, and uh, it's just really, really exciting. So um, we wanted to talk to you about whatever might be on your mind. So to give us a little bit of uh, of what's, uh, what's on Gino's mind about the world of sports uh, this day. I'll tell you, it was a big week. We have the Astros cheating scandal. Oh, yeah. We have the XFL, which is still on TV somehow. Oh, uh, so, I think so, the Astros... So Gino's not an XFL and guy. The- yeah, obviously. Nah, I, I, it's it's minor league football. It's, and after the, a full season of NFL, I don't know how people could sit there and, like, watch more football. So you're footballed out at this point. Yeah, between college and NFL, I'm, I'm kind of done. But, Gino, it's for the love of the and, game. Uh, for the love of the game, you coach football. Which, which Gino which does. Which Gino does. He's a coach. He's an NFL football coach. Is that correct? <laughs> an NFL football coach. No, no, flag football coach, flag football. So let me yeah, ask you a question. Let me ask you a question here, Gino. So you 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 heard the Astros apology. How did you take it? Uh, a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Especially if the owner says basically we cheated, but it didn't help us. And, and I mean, you know that's just illogical. You know what was funny about that, Gino? He was he like uh, recanted his statement when he goes, "I didn't say that." It was on tape, so I mean. What can you do at this point? Can you can you can you can you vacate the title? Well, well, what, that's the only. I mean, good. I mean, at this point, listen. I'm a Mets fan, but I mean, even if I, I mean, vacating the title is the only thing they could do that would appease the the people who are upset now. But is MLB going to do that? I don't think so. I doubt it. And um, I I I just want to comment real quick because you you had you just brought up that you're a Mets fan and so are we over here at Hot Ham me and my partner Dom. <clears throat> We're totally objective though. And I'll give you my opinion real quick and then I want to I want to know what you think about this. The Wilpons sell the fucking team already and and it's it's ridiculous what they're trying to do to this guy Cohen how they want to take his 2.6 billion dollars and then still have control because if I'm Cohen and I'm giving you that money like I said on last week's show, you take my money, you pack your desk, and you get out. This is my team now. What are your thoughts on that, Gino? Oh, I agree. But they're now they're looking for three billion, and they're not giving the SNY network as part of the deal. So three billion. Why is anybody going to buy that? Who's going to buy that franchise and not get SNY included in the deal? Well, not not Stevie Cohen. <laughs> I just don't understand. No, it. no. It's it's and it's I don't know how many. Man. And how many other guys are standing around to blast out three million, three billion dollars for this franchise? Well, now now they're saying that A Rod and J Lo have emerged as buyers, but they don't have that kind of money, so it's going to be like an investment thing anyway, like Jeter with the Marlins. That's true. They'll probably get people pulled together to try to go in on a uh, on the investment. Yeah, I was reading something where MLB's not a big fan of those kind of owners, but since it's A Rod, they might make an exception. Well, like you said, he's still going to need. A lot of investors. I mean, just him and J Lo is maybe 
200 million, maybe 300 million they're going to come up with, they still are going to be kind of short. And the only team that I think has a, a group of investors that really worked out has been the Dodgers because they're actually willing to spend the money. We just got to hope as Mets fans, if this A-Rod thing does come to fruition, that he gets a guy like Stevie Cohen who's worth the $15 billion behind him who's willing to shell out any amount of money he wants. Yeah, I mean, if they don't spend the money, it's just going to be more misery for us Mets fans. So do you have any type of hope for the future of the Mets whatsoever? What is your five-year outlook? Uh, until they sell the team, I have no out, no hope. I agree. Like I, I will agree. not attend them. I will not. I will not attend a Mets game. I will not watch the season. I'm like kind of done. So how about this, Gino? If you had a choice between going to a New York Guardians game and a New York Mets game, which would you choose? You know what? I'd go to the Guardians oh, game right now. Okay, Holy Gino, shit! <laughs> we got a Guardians bad. fan on board. We got a Guardians fan on board. All right, Gino, we want to thank you for coming on the show today and giving us your comment, dropping us a line. Is there anything you want to say before we let you go? No, thanks, guys. Maybe one day you guys can invite me in the studio. I can watch the show live. Oh, absolutely. I love that. All right, man. Gino, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate it. Uh, you guys have a great Sunday. All right, you too. That was a really nice phone call there from Gino, but now we have another one here, and this is Johnny from Chicago. Johnny, how you doing today? What's going on, gentlemen? Morning. It's uh, currently like 20 degrees. I'm freezing my balls off out here. What How's time is it in you? Chicago right now? Because right now we're at 10 a.m. here in New York. It's we're an hour behind, so it's nine a.m. here. All right, you don't have to lecture me. You could just tell me what time it is, <laughs> Johnny. So it's to my it's to my understanding that it's All Star Weekend and it's happening right in his backyard. Yes, Johnny, tell us what's going on out there. What's the situation on the ground? How do you feel? Uh, feeling good. I mean, we were out for a little bit last night. I mean, it's currently nuts right now. I mean, there's it's insanity. Um, Dwayne Wade was actually cited having dinner later on last night at a place called RPM Italian. Fortunately, I was not there. But um, he was out and about. AD was also out and about town. Um, there's a couple guys that were uh, at this speakeasy. It's called Apogee Lounge. It's on the rooftop of the Virgin Hotel right in River North. I mean, there's there's tons of NBA stars all over the place. I mean, it's packed. It's crazy. I mean, the venues. I mean, it's insanity. So out you here. could actually you it's, could you could feel cool to see. you could feel the energy in the air. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. On my way home from work on Friday, I drove by the United Center. Just just to give you an example, you know, before any of the uh, the games and whatnot started, it was maybe about 5.30 at night. And, uh, I mean, and it was, just to give you an idea, it was 8 degrees on Friday here Woo. with wind chills of, like, making it feel like negative 5. And so, the lines outside the United Center were absolutely ridiculous. People wow. were standing there. So, Johnny, I have a question so, for I mean, you. You, you mentioned that Dwayne Wade was out and about town last night. And I know from the group, our Facebook group, you're a, you're an avid NBA fan. Now, I have a question that I want to ask you. Last night sure. was the, the skills competition, the three-point contest, and the dunk contest, which we touched upon. Now, if you yep. were out on the town and you saw Dwayne Wade, would you ask him about the results, which I think were kind of fixed to make Aaron Gordon lose? Would you have spoken to him about that? Absolutely. hundred percent. I mean, you couldn't have said it better to your point. I mean, Aaron Gordon was a hundred percent completely robbed at gunpoint. Now, the only way to put it, he, he is one of the best dunkers I've seen. Now this is the second time, Carter, Johnny, in my opinion, the all time great. This is the second time he's yes. been robbed in a dunk contest. And the second time was right in your hometown, which is now Chicago. And 
by a member of which is probably one of the biggest members of the Miami Heat. So do you feel that Dwayne Wade did this on purpose? I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a bold statement to say if he did it on purpose. But do I feel like he was maybe a little biased against Aaron, Aaron Gordon? Yes, absolutely. So, so you 100%. basically said it without saying it. He did it on purpose. We, 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 we're picking up what you're putting down here, Johnny. We got you. It's all right. You know, well, there's no I reading feel you. Me. I feel you. And, you know, it, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, you know I'm, trying to, I'm trying to state it as nicely as I can. But, um, yes, I, I would agree with that statement. And, um, you know, it's rough, too, because, you know, Dwayne Wade's a longtime Heat player. He had a quick stunt on the Bulls. He tried to, He tried to return home and play for his hometown. Obviously, as we saw the past couple of years ago, that, that that didn't work out. I mean, don't even get me started on Bulls for, front office. Maybe they're one grade better than the Knicks. But Gar Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. John, John Pack didn't need to go. We need to fire the front office. I don't know if you saw the other night. Um, they actually kicked a, a guy out of the, uh, the United Center during a Bulls game because he was James wearing a, a shirt that said, fire Gar. Yes, sir. So now, Johnny, I have one more question before we let you go. Sure. I want you to give us a prediction on tonight's All-Star Game. Who wins by how much and who wins the MVP, which is now known as the Kobe Bryant Award? Yes. Hmm. All right. So if I had had to look and speculate here based on it, I mean, it's it's really tough. I I like both teams, to be honest with you. I mean, if you look at Team LeBron and Team Giannis, I mean, Giannis is a freak. He's been a freak all season. The Bucks have been a freak of the team, um, absolutely destroying it. Um, but when you look at the two lineups, I mean, you got LeBron, who you guys all know I'm not an avid fan of LeBron. Um, but, I mean, looking at the rest of the Western team or Team LeBron, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, they're, they're stronger. I feel, that, I feel that Devin Booker is a stud. Luca is insane. Um, Anthony Davis will be Anthony Davis, which is, you know, how it is. Um, but then if you look at, you know, Giannis's team, um, I mean, you got Rudy Gobert, who is, in my opinion, one of the underrated but best bigs down low. I mean, the guy's a block machine, rebound machine, and just awesome. And you got Donovan Mitchell as well, who is, Okay, so I mean, now Johnny, give me give me one name. Mm-hmm. Who wins the MVP? One name. Snap judgment off the top of your head. Who wins the Kobe Bryant Award? Go. Ooh, uh, Giannis. Okay, so Johnny's got Giannis, and uh, we just want to thank Johnny for giving us a few minutes of his time this morning for calling in. And uh, Johnny, you got anything? Uh, anybody you want to give a shout out to before we let you go? Anything you want to say? Uh, well, I appreciate you guys having me on the call, and. Uh, Vin, it was it, shout out to you. Thank you for having me on the call, and it's been good catching up with you. I know it's been a while since I haven't lived out east for a while, but you know, you're my shout out today. So, I all appreciate right, that. Thank you, Johnny. Enjoy the game tonight, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care, Johnny. You, you got to take care, guys. Thanks so much. Have a good one. All right. Bye. That was Johnny from Chicago. What a great phone call that was. That was. It's cool to hear from somebody who's right in the mix of All Star Weekend. I mean, he's he's on the ground, boots on the ground, so to speak, right in the thick of it. And now we're moving on to our final topic of this show. Uh, to fill it all out here, we got the Wilder uh, versus Fury fight that's going to be happening this Saturday coming up. This is the biggest uh, event, February twenty second, to date of the, of the year. Definitely the biggest event of the year. 
uh, even though before you said that the Super Bowl was bigger, nonetheless, this is probably. I mean, this is our fight of the decade. But would so you really? I, 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 yeah. Thinking about it, would you really count the Super Bowl? Because that's like a yearly thing. We yeah. don't get a Wilder Fury fight too often. No, this is the fight of the decade, and because it's 2020, you know, we get we get to say that because there's no bigger fight than than this one right now. So obviously, you saw the full first fight. Right uh, of Wilder Fury, two unbelievable titans of the heavyweight division. I, I mean, thought Fury died. That twelfth round, when Fury got knocked down um, by Wilder's right hand, it was a it was a it was a jab followed by a right hand, and then a left hook while he was going down. Yeah, and then you, his face. You mentioned it to me. You said it, and I I'm quoting you on this. You said it is a miracle. It was a miracle that Fury got up from that. I to this day. Like when I think about it and reflect, I I cannot believe that he got up from that. Like I literally, and it's not just so much, <clears throat> not just so much that he got up from that. Vin, he popped up and was like, nothing happened. I like the way after he got up, he he like grabbed the ref's shoulders he's and he's like, like, I, like I'm, I'm, I'm fight. It's, I want to fight. I'm fight. <laughs> it was just that was actually pretty furious. He said, I'm fight. I won't fight. But um, you know, this is the Gypsy King against the Bronze Bomber, as he says. And, uh, you know, the hype for this rematch has not been as, at least for me, I mean, I mean, there's a lot going on in sports with Kobe Bryant and stuff like that. There hasn't been as much coverage, I feel. I feel like it hasn't been as hyped as uh, the first fight. But nonetheless, the the impact of the first fight is what's kind of carrying it through because this is, you know. Well, these are two, these are two monster heavyweights right now at the top of the sport. This is, this is going to be the fight of the century. No, it's not the fight. I mean, this is definitely the fight of the decade. It's going to be something to to behold. I really can't wait for it. And um, you know, go ahead. You were going to say? one of one of the cool storylines about this is that there was no winner in the first one. That is true. It was the first a draw. one ended in a draw. So and and it's it's amazing because when Fury popped up, nobody in in forty one fights now nobody gets up. No. When Wilder knocks you down, You're done. you stay down. That's why I was baffled. That's Which literally why. 40 0 and 1 now with the draw, but 40 of those wins, 39 have come by knockout, which is incredible. If you look at the replay of that punch and of that fight, uh, to me, it looks like he didn't really land that right hand flush with Fury. It didn't look like it was as impactful as some of the right hands that uh, Wilder has thrown before. And I think that helped you know the situation for for fury to get up and continue fighting nonetheless he did also hit him with the left hook on the way down uh which jarred him a bit i mean you see his ear flop and shit like that and then his head hit the canvas nonetheless still you cannot take it away from the fury was able to get up from that uh unbelievable and then there are a lot of people that speculate and i'm one of them that believe that fury went on to win that round well listen man the, the whole because he's just he's more technically gifted He's more technically gifted boxer than Fury's a boxer. Wilds are a Wilder a is, a, is a puncher. Yeah, Wilder's punch is 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 out of this world, and I think it's uh, one of the craziest things you'll see. Fury is is just uh he's built like he's built like a brick shit house, as they would say, and, <laughs> and the man's built to take a punch. Yeah, and and you you mentioned this to me after the fight. You said that when Fury got up, Wilder was almost uh. He looked like he was, he was, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He was disheartened. I think it definitely impacted Wilder in a, in a negative way to see that he gave him his best punch. You even see after he hit him with that punch, he did the, the throat cut thing. Like this is over. He's done. Yeah. And Wilder just popped up and it's not so much that fury. 
Oh, yeah, excuse me. Fury popped up. It's not so much that uh, I think that when Wilder saw it that he thought, oh, my God, he could take the power. It's the fact that he didn't finish him. He didn't put him down and finish him. Almost like he can't hurt him. No, I don't think that he didn't think he couldn't hurt him. I do think that he was just like, this isn't over. I have to continue. You know, I have to try to finish this. And then he wasn't able to do it. And Fury in my opinion, won the round, which so, is crazy. So now you've, you've boxed for a little while. Now, I, was, I was a boxer, yeah. Now I want to ask you, from somebody who sparred and, and had a, um, a fight or two, when you hit somebody with, okay, so now that wasn't Wilder's best shot, but he hit him pretty good with a combination of a jab and a hook. Now when you hit somebody like that and you knock them down that late in the fight and they pop up, does it cross your mind at all like, what do I have to do at this point to win this fight? Well, no. I mean, you just got to try to maintain your game plan and try to stay in it. I mean, that's that's what separates the greats from uh, just regular Joes is that they're they're able to... A lot of people don't really lend a lot of credence to this, that when you have a professional fighter, professional athlete, professional anything, they rely on their professionalism to carry them through. So It's if, kind of like a muscle memory type yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, you just get... It's just you got to get right back into the mix of things. Of course, there's emotion that goes into it, but what make, what separates the pros from the regular people is the fact that you are you go right back to work, right? Wilder went right back to work. I don't think it shook him that much because you see him try to finish the fight. You see him get back into the mix. You do see him take some chances, and that actually gave Fury the ability to, like I said, in my opinion, win the round. A lot of people also agree with that. Okay, so now, now we the first fight, as we all know, ended in a draw. Yeah. Now I want I want a prediction from you: who wins the second fight, and does it go the distance, or does it end in a knockout? I predict that Wilder is going to knock out Fury in the fifth round. The fifth round. Yes, he's going to knock him. So out. after they went the distance the first time, you got Wilder knocking him out in the fifth. I don't think that. So this is the thing about Wilder. He has the ability to knock people out with both his hands. We could see Quick too. quickly when we see that. I mean, he knocked Fury down twice in that fight, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So now you know that he has the ability to get him down. Wilder got hit with some some clean punches, was wobbled a couple times, but did not go down. Fury doesn't knock people out that much. He's he's very technically gifted and he boxes very well. He's very fast. He uses feints. I don't think that Wilder is going to buy those feints like he did in the first fight because now he's seen the product. He knows what it's all about. I don't know if Fury has changed up his game plan. We have to see what happens when they get into the ring. But I do know that I think that with having that footage and having that mental picture of what Wilder's going to be going up against and, like, you know, his dimension. And the awkwardness of Wilder is actually going to probably lend credence to what he can do in terms of getting to Fury. I think he's still going to get to Fury. I don't think Fury's going to be able to hang with him that long, hanging and bang him. And I think that uh, in the in the fifth round, Wilder's going to get a, a, a no- an actual knockout. Okay, so now you got Wilder in five. I'm going to take Wilder in seven. Okay. I think uh, I think it'll go a little longer than five, only because, like we said, Fury seems like the type of guy that could take a punch. He's got a, a, a brick for a jaw. Yeah. But I do think Wilder is going to knock him out this time, and I think it's going to go seven. And um, while we're on the topic of fighting, Dom, I, I just want to bring up real quick before we end the show. Last night, I was disappointed because as a Corey Anderson fan in UFC, he got knocked out by, now I hope I'm saying this last name right, Jan Blakovich. I think it's like, like Blavich. Blavich. Yeah, I'm serious. Blavich. Okay, Blavich. So, so now I, I really wanted Corey Anderson to win this fight because I was really looking forward to a Corey Anderson and possible John Jones 
preview uh, fight for the title. Now it seems like Jan is going to get his title shot. I don't think so. I think he's going to. I think you... I think he's got to fight Reyes again. I don't know, man. Because it's... there's so much controversy around that decision. Yeah, but John Jones seems like he wants this. I don't care what he wants. What, what we saw when Reyes was fighting Jones, Reyes brought it and like was getting to Jones, and I thought he won that fight. Okay, so now let's let's just and you gotta have say, a rematch. You gotta have a rematch. Let's just say that Jan does get John Jones. I think he's gonna get eaten alive. You think John Jones will? He's will gonna just eat him alive. Him. Yeah, John Jones. I have never seen John Jones so shook before in in all the years, the decade that we watched him fight, than he was against Reyes. So you think you think Jan would beat John Jones? No, no, I'm saying. Oh, so you flipped it? Okay, yeah. so I misunderstood. So you think Jan would get eaten alive by John Jones? Now. Last night I'm watching this fight, right? And w- the thing that annoyed me, what Corey Anderson did right before the knockout, yeah, it he seemed like he was so caught in between. He, well, he got really rocked kick, by that uppercut. He didn't really punch. But there was an uppercut that the Polish man... <laughs> can't, can't, yeah, he's a big Polak, man. He, he's a big he, guy. He, there was an uppercut that this guy threw. I think it was a right uppercut. That fucking rocked the shit out of him. It was so embarrassing, too. And it was sad because, you know, Joe Rogan wasn't calling it, and and... You know, I'm not a big, I'm not a Joe Rogan fanboy, but he calls, he sees stuff that other people don't. And then a lot of, a lot of people who are really engaged in fighting are watching the fight for the technical portion of it, not just for the and blood he, knows he got. the inside and out. Joe Rogan would have immediately said that he got rocked by that uppercut. And no one mentioned it when he got, he got, he fucking got muffed he with did. his uppercut. And like, you could see that it changed everything. And then he got knocked out a few punches later, right after that. It was maybe about 30 seconds later that the guy was laid out. And I, and I thought the, uh, like you said, the uppercut really rocked him because the, the punch that he was knocked out on wasn't as big it as just you caught would expect him. It, a knockout it, it, punch. It caught him, it caught him real flush though. Like it caught him like right where it needed to hit. And then, like you could just see that he was he was done for. I was I just mean, frustrated because I, I I really do like Corey Anderson. Yeah. And uh, listen, man, he, he got he got it put on him last night, and hopefully we do eventually get the Jan and uh, John Jones fight because the shit that was being talked after the fight directly to Jones, uh, I think would be interesting, and I'd like to see Jones wipe the floor with this big Polak. Jesus Christ, stop calling him a Pollock. Like, well, he is. <laughs> I mean, it's still just terrible to say. He is. Nonetheless, I, I want to see a rematch between the Reyes, uh, Reyes and John Joes, but nonetheless, I got Wilder knockout in the fifth round. You said Wilder knockout in the seventh. 201-549-9703. Let us know what you feel about these fights. Let us know what you feel about the NBA, the Astros, anything. Call up. Let us know. Join the group. Hot Ham Sports. Episode three in the books, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great week.